Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? Hover sings and Meryl's whistling. Oh, no, please stop. We can't pay for that. Damn it. Do a free song, a free song. <clears throat> Hover's decked in boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Talking TV weekly with Meryl. Fa la 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 la. Donned in jumpers, sparkles and carols. Fa la 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 la. Everyone now, geekly recap has begun. Fa la 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 la. For one last time in 2021. Fa la 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 la. And that failed miserably. <laughs> I hope we haven't lost listeners. <laughs> All I could see was Meryl's judgmental eyes throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I couldn't even attempt to be good at singing because I was like, this is so bad. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's all about how you feel inside. <laughs> no, I know. It was good. It was good. You got everyone, <laughs> or, or yourself anyway, into the Christmas spirit. Can you hear my bells? I'm shaking them too, baby. <laughs> okay, in case you haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> on today's edition of Geekly Recap, we will be discussing our 12 days of Christmas streaming. Meaning we will give you 12 Christmas movies, TV episodes or specials all available to stream wherever you are to help you get into the festive spirit this December. We will also tell you our go-to Christmas movies, but our list will not be your obvious choice. We hope so, anyway. We've given this a lot of thought, and I believe we've come up with a diverse and not a list you'd expect kind of addition. Now, without further ado, let's slay those bells and get on with it. <laughs> I hope you've got your Christmas shopping planned, or finished, or, or sorted, whatever. Yeah. Or if you're not celebrating Christmas, we hope you're just, you know, ha ha haing at everybody who's stupidly rushing around the shops buying or stuff. Or ho ho hoing. Or ho ho hoing. <laughs> Don't be hoing. Do the triple no, no. version. <laughs> but yes, well, we're here to give you our little guide to Christmas. I looked it up. And Christmas, the first day of Christmas is Christmas Day. Don't wait that long. Just start from whenever you yeah. want. I mean, obviously, do what you want. If you're off and you have the time and you really go, you know what? I haven't watched some stuff in a while. Because some of our choices will be a bit more obvious and others will be less obvious. We tried to not make them all obvious. Yeah. But we didn't disregard it completely because I've spoken to a few people. And my obvious choices, they have not seen. So... What I think is obvious may That's not be obvious true. to you. It's true. And there's stuff that maybe you've seen, but like it's been a long time because, you know, some people don't want to watch the same stuff over and over. Yeah. But you might have gone, you know what? I haven't watched that in a while. And then we'll make you want to put it on again because, you know, it's about time. Give yeah. it some love. And anything holiday-ish around this time immediately puts me in a better mood. So I hope this does the same for you guys. Yes. And we've not really been in kind of a festive mood, so. Yeah, it's been a bit difficult. But yeah. hopefully this year, you know, whatever happens, hopefully we won't be locked down. I don't know about your country. Hopefully you'll be all in a good place. But hey, even so. if you are stuck indoors, then hopefully this will help you out a little bit. I mean, there's a, maybe a couple on the list that's a little too jokery, but otherwise. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm not crying at Christmas, there's no point. Yeah. Get your hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
why don't we have a hot chocolate I was Arva? just, I know, oh. I sighed while you were talking earlier because I just went, my tea's finished and I don't have hot chocolate. We're really not prepared for this. We've only just got some stupid bell thing on our heads. I mean, she calls it stupid, but I agree. We really need a hot chocolate. Anyway, the 12 days of Christmas dreaming. Yes. But let's first start off with our go-tos. So obviously we watch some of these like every year, but there's always the one that matters most. The one that you're like, if I don't watch this, then like I haven't done Christmas properly. Yes. So Harva, what is your go-to? What's the one? So, okay, for me there is two, but I've put one in my list because that came out before, but I watched it after like years after the one that I've got as my Mm go-to so my go-to is Elf my cousin had oh he might actually pop up twice in this he had bought it for me when it was first released on DVD and it arrived with an alarm clock and I was so excited had you seen it already by this point no so my first time was watching it on my DVD how Uh, old were you do you remember I was 11. Well, I I don't have the month it came out, so maybe I was still... Around Christmas-ish times. And from then on, I absolutely loved it. Like, I loved Will Ferrell. Every time I think of Will Ferrell, I always think of Elf first. Like, I can't help myself. And I remember watching it with my mum, and there's just, like, particular scenes that you just fall in love. And the burping scene was one that got me so much (laughs) as a kid. Or, you know, a preteen. So that is my go-to. If I don't watch it, it's, it's not done right. And last year... I was in a bad place, as I'm sure a lot of people were, and I was working. I didn't actually get to watch it until Christmas Day. Okay, well, that's the perfect day to watch it. Yeah, usually I'd save that for, like, the 22nd to 24th, like, that kind of period. So it felt like it was a little late for me, but I I felt right just watching it. Like, it felt like Christmas had been completed because I'd watched the film. (laughs) So in the UK, Elf is available on Sky Go, Now Cinema, Virgin TV Go. And in the US, it's available on HBO Max, Stars, DirecTV, Spectrum TV. And uh, always remember, you can rent these movies. Yeah. So if you're not in these countries, do check where you can stream yeah. them or rent them from. What's your go-to? Well, my go-to, and it's partly because of my own little personal things, but it is a great movie. It's Miracle on 34th Street. But it's the 1994 version. I'm sure the other one is fine. But this is the 1994 one. So it stars Lord Richard Ambra. three, right? I think so. But I think the original movie was in 1947. Okay. Uh, And this basically takes the screenplay from that, but adapts it. Yeah. And it's adapted by John Hughes, who just does like all the Christmas stuff. He did teen stuff in the 80s. And then he went, I want to do kid things now. Yeah. He's done so much. He's done so much. His name came up a lot when I was making notes for this. (laughs) His name came up a lot when I was searching Christmas films, trying to remember which ones were Christmas. Oh, my God. So for Miracle on 34th Street, I can't remember how old I was when I first watched it. But I do remember it was after Jurassic Park, which is where I was first saw Richard Attenborough. Um, or Lord Richard Attenborough, may he rest in peace. Now, for people who probably, none of you will know, except the people who really know me, um, Lord Richard Attenborough really looks like my dad used to. And I remember being a kid and watching Jurassic Park and my brother was like, oh my God, he really looks like dad. And that was like not that long after he had passed away. And, And then we watched this at some point. But I always had such a fondness for it, not just because he looks like my dad but because he's just so adorable in this movie yeah he's and he's such a subtle santa claus it's not like the ho ho hos and the belly full of jelly and all of that which is fine but 
he does it like how you'd imagine if Santa Claus was real. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is real for children. <laughs> how dare you? He's real for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was the thing. So every year I watch it, but it is partly or maybe mostly because it makes me think of my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, even though my dad never dressed as Santa. But it's just such a sweet movie. And it's like my brother is sick of it. But every year I make sure I watch it before he comes over. Because <laughs> he doesn't want me to watch it. But it always makes me tear up. I'm such a sap when it comes to the Christmas movies. I want to cry. And everything about it makes me cry. I want all the cheesy goodness around Christmas. Like, I, I genuinely really don't do. care what kind of film it is. Yeah. Obviously, we love horror, right? But around Christmas time, that's probably just the one. Even though there's horror Christmas movies, that's just yeah. ones I don't touch. That it, for me, it's it doesn't feel like Christmas if I'm watching something that's not cheesy or heartwarming or yeah, tear jerking. I only watch one, and that's like at the start of December, where I'm like, it's okay, I can get away with it. But the rest <laughs> of the time, I want if I'm crying, it's because my heart is full. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, or like, indigestion from the amount of chocolate I've eaten. One of yes. the two. <laughs> I never really cry from indigestion. Not out the eyes anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that is my go-to. Miracle on 34th Street is available to stream, if you're on subscription, in the UK on Sky Go, Now Cinema and Virgin TV Go. And in the US, it's available on HBO Max, Max Go, Direct TV and Spectrum TV. Now, we will say that when this was at the time of recording, so hopefully if it's available in more places come December. So definitely keep a lookout. It would really suck if it got taken off these platforms just before I Christmas. <laughs> I know, but what I mean is it might be available in more on more platforms. Yes. On, on the, the first, first day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. So the first choice, and who would we be if we did not pick one? You'd have to hang our heads in I shame. Know. So... I mean, Can I come just on, say, though, we only agreed to put this, like, momentarily ago. <laughs> yeah, because we were trying to not be so obvious, but let's who are we kidding? Who yes. are we kidding? So if you haven't already guessed it, we're going to bring up an episode of Friends. But only one. The whole list only is one. Friends. <laughs> exactly. No, don't worry. <laughs> this is season six, episode 10, titled Tava. The Holiday Armadillo. No. I kid, I kid. It's the one with the routine. (laughs) Synopsis. On the set of Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, Joey tries to kiss Janine at midnight and Monica and Ross resurrect their dance routine from high school. Meanwhile, Rachel, Phoebe and Chandler look for Monica's Christmas presents. Happy New Year! (laughs) This episode is one of our favourites for many reasons, Mm -hmm. but... I mean, it is the routine and we love the routine and we've performed the routine. And we will post the routine again for you if we must. Yes, on New Year's Eve, keep a lookout. But this episode is great. Um, All the characters have so much fun. I love seeing uh, Ross and Monica act like idiots. That's like one of my favourite things. I mean, a personal favourite is, I think, every single one of the six characters in this episode is pathetic in some form of way. I mean, they are most of the time. But they get so much more childish as the show goes on. Looking for those presents. Thank you for my ass. Like... (laughs) It's just so much. I wouldn't expect Phoebe to be like that, but she is. She is. And she yeah. finds the train and she's like, oh, who's it for? <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved all the stuff where they kept finding the porn that Chandler was hiding yes. for Joey, apparently. Yes. <laughs> and they'd have to do this double click because that would erase what just happened. And we do that a lot. 
<laughs> we do that a lot. But it's for, for people who may not be fans of Friends. I mean, who are you? But, you know, we're not judging. We are kind of judging. A little bit judging. But this is a great episode, I think, to fall into if you just want something Christmassy. It's kind of before. It's before Christmas because yes. they obviously still have an exchange gifts. Yes. And the reason there's the New Year's Rockin' Eve thing is because apparently they filmed that stuff pre-recorded so that they, it could be aired live with Dick Clark uh, yes. on the countdown. Yes. <laughs> Hence the Happy New Year. So, yeah, I mean, it's just there's so many Friends Christmas episodes and they're all great. But this one is just so silly. It just hits a mark. I genuinely love every single character in this episode. Because there are some where they're not given enough airtime or, you know, they're a bit piece. But no, every single one of them had a part. Yeah, and it's one of the few times you get to see Joey awkward around a woman. Mm -hmm. That never happened. Mm Mm-hmm. And Chandler get manipulated by a woman. That always happens, but it's still funny. (laughs) (laughs) What if Monica got you all these little presents thanks to this big present and you just got her one? (laughs) Yeah, because he's like trying to tell them, you know, come on. I want want her to see the surprise on my face. Like, we shouldn't do this. And that's when they say that. And then he's like, what can we use to find (laughs) (laughs) They even bring in the chick and the duck, hoping they can smell them out. Oh, it's a great episode. It is a great episode. So it had it had to be put in. Mm-hmm. Where can we watch this, Harva? We can watch this on Netflix in the UK and HBO Max in the US. Um, I don't know whether it will at some point in this year, but it probably will be on Peacock or will be moved to Peacock. So I'd keep an eye out on that as well. On the second day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. I have put the Santa Claus, which is, I mean, there's a lot of Santa Clauses. So this is the Santa Claus 1994 edition. And not the Santa Claus. It's about a clause. It is about a clause. (laughs) (laughs) It is starring Tim Allen. Um, He's best known for Toy Story, obviously, because he's Buzz. Which is another film I watch at Christmas, but let's not get into that. <laughs> um, he's been in uh, TV shows like Home Improvement and Galaxy Quest as well, if you're not if you're not familiar. And Judge Reinhold, who's just a fave in this film for me. I had to mention that. Um, this I got, I will mention my cousin again. Might as well just get him out of the way from the beginning. <laughs> was another film he actually bought for me. This on VHS. <gasps> Oh my god, I know. This was on v- I was very late to DVDs, guys, anyway. But this was on VHS. I can't remember how old I was, but I was very young. Would you say he was your first Santa Claus? Or yes. Was? Yeah, he was my first Santa Claus. And watching this film, I remember like I wanted to do every single thing the kid did in this film and wait for Santa and look out for Santa because Santa's his dad in this film. Spoiler! Not really a spoiler. <laughs> the synopsis for this, I should probably say if you don't know, a man, which is Tim Allen, inadvertently makes Santa fall off his roof on Christmas Eve and he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. Hence the claws. Hence the claws. So, yeah, he becomes Santa. Um, and he's not... I, I have very, like, an emotional attachment to this film, I guess, in certain ways. There's... Oh, God, you're going to bring up the whole thing. I'm going to get my tissues. well like look I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be like I had an absent father I didn't have an absent father my parents are together I still live with my parents if anyone's interested um (laughs) but like my dad I'm not even gonna get into his hobbies but he has hobbies 
<laughs> that, oh, you know, it's kind of weird. Pigeon racing. Cool. Cool. Um, so for me as a kid, I only saw my dad's in the mornings um, before school. And then by the time he got back, I was already asleep. I was already in bed. So he tells the story usually of how close I was to him as a kid or how much I loved him as a kid. And it was more because I missed him. I only saw him on the weekends, really, even though we, you know, we were still in the same house. Um, so in this film, the boy's parents are splitting up and it was just another way of just Tim Allen then ended up being Santa and he was, he was worried. He was, he wasn't even going to see his dad as much anymore as yeah. he already did now. And there's this, there's this moment, like we went to Disney World, right? And I said to you, I wanted, I don't think I told you this at the time, but I no. said I wanted a massive snow globe. And part of the reason was because the kid in this was given a massive snow globe. And every time he shook it, Santa would appear so his dad would come back. And obviously I know that's not true, but I always wanted a massive snow globe purely for that. Oh, that's so cute. So when I went to Disney World and I was like, okay, Cinderella's castle, it's a massive snow globe. Like, I want it. Part of it was to do with this film. Like, I wanted it just because it felt like home. Yeah. So I've always had an emotional attachment to this film. I don't think it's your typical, really obvious choice, which is why I put it in my list. I like Christmas films that have a lot more heart that it's not all just like ha 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 everything's so great yeah. like even Elf which you mentioned there's the whole thing with him trying to bond with his dad yeah oh my god I've got father issues I've got father <laughs> issues I only talked about my dad this just... is a dad special <laughs> really we all just want our own father yes. not Christmas <laughs> we want our father <laughs> If it's anything like Darth Vader, he's just going to reject me. Oh, God, don't. That was so good. For anyone who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, in Disneyland Paris, we met Darth Vader, Harper called him Papa, and he just went, no. <laughs> Rejection. I know. And it was the hand as well. But it was so funny. It was the best. He obviously had, like, buttons to press, and that was the button he thought was yeah. most appropriate. And you got it on film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'll post it. <laughs> oh, and sidebar of this film, there is a moment where they're drinking hot chocolate in like oh. tin cups. I just thought of a movie that I didn't even put on. Oh my God. Okay, well, anyway. kind of like the Friends episode with the trifle. It always makes me want trifle. Mm -hmm. Or cheesecake. This always makes me want hot chocolate. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'm just going to bring up the film because it's not on the list. But you can watch it if you want. But you know Chronicles of Narnia or The Lion, the Witch yes. and the Wardrobe? The hot, the drinks, mm -hmm. the Turkish... I don't even like Turkish Delight that much. Like Turkish but Delight. Gee, oh my God, I want to eat it when I'm watching it. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Just thought about it. But where can we watch um, The Santa Claus? We can watch The Santa Claus in the UK on Disney Plus and Virgin TV Go. And in the US, it's also on Disney Plus. On the third day of Christmas, you turn on your TV... So my next choice, it's kind of, I thought you can't have a list without some kind of Charles Dickens influence, but I didn't want to go with the obvious ones. People will hate me, but I'm not like, I like it, but I'm not the biggest fan of Muppet Christmas Carol. Everyone hates me now. Um, <laughs> don't turn off, please. Beep. <laughs> but I love Scrooged. So for anyone who's not bothered watching it for some reason, 
It's from 1988. It's a comedy starring Bill Murray, who I don't even think I need to introduce, to be honest. I'm but... sorry, I've got no idea. Who is this William? <laughs> well, Harvard, let me tell you. He has been in Lost in Translation, Rushmore, and best known probably for Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day, which I didn't write down. But it is true. He's in Groundhog Day. So in that, he's playing Scrooge. But his name isn't Scrooge. It's something else. Anyway, but um, so he's like this TV company CEO, whatever he is. And he's like this massive. I mean, we know that Scrooge is not a nice person. So this guy is horrible. He doesn't like Christmas. He doesn't care about anybody. He fires someone from his work just without even thinking about it. So, I mean, you know, the story of A Christmas Carol. So we know that he's going to be haunted by three ghosts. But it's just done because obviously it's set in the 80s. So it's not necessarily current but it's more current than the other versions yeah so you know i thought it was so cool because it was kind of a darker slightly less child-friendly version i mean bill murray is bill murray so he's always fantastic Mm -hmm. but the thing the reason i really put this on my list is not just because i think oh we need a christmas carol but because i recently rewatched this and it made me cry (laughs) it made me cry because I, you know, we know the story, so we know that Scrooge becomes like a nice guy at the end. But in this, he really goes into it and he he says how he understands why people are the way they are at Christmas. And he goes into a whole lovely speech and he does so many nice things for people that really need it. And because I guess it's modern, you can kind of relate to it a bit more. So, you know, you've got like the poor families and stuff like that, but they're more like people you can understand and you see every day now rather than the versions you get back in the day. So it just, I don't know, it just makes me feel warm and tingly. It's that different feeling where it feels more connected and relatable. Yeah, and there are some real sad moments. I mean, you know, the homeless guys that freeze to death in the... Oh, it's just... I have to admit, I've only actually seen this once. And it was a long time ago. It's so good. And it's, you know, it's not necessarily for your children because it can be kind of maybe a bit too dark and realistic for them. But it's so good. And, you know, if you're a big fan of Bill Murray anyway, you'll watch it just to see him be Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> but it's oh, it's just such a touching story. When you go past all the silly stuff and all the Bill Murray stuff, there's some real heart in there. And I love Christmas movies because they make you reflect on your own bloody life. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that's going to be throughout all my lists. So oh, yeah. Look, I'm going to cry at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going at Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, well, I'll get going later. <laughs> but uh, we did want to say that this is directed by Richard Donner, who is best known for Superman, Lethal Weapon, The Goonies and The Omen. Such an 80s director. Love I know. It. But um, obviously Superman is like one of my favourite films, so he can do no wrong. Well, he's he's dead now, but rest in peace, Richard Donner. But you can watch it in the UK on Sky Go, Now Cinema and Virgin TV Go. Or in the US, it's available on Fubo, I think that's how you say it, AMC Plus, Direct TV, Pluto TV and Spectrum TV. On the fourth day of Christmas, you turned on your TV. So my next choice was a TV show special, or Christmas special, of The Simpsons of Season 7, Episode 11 of Marge Be Not Proud. And there are quite a few Simpsons Christmas episodes. Even the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was tempted to put on. I mean, it's all right. I've just watched that one so much. Yeah. And for me, oh God, I've got another connection to this, don't I? Oh, God. Is it about a dad again? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's about a mum. Okay. (laughs) All the parent issues. (laughs) 
This is like a therapy session. This is, I know, so much for it being jolly. Um, This is a tearjerker of an episode, actually, but it is heartwarming in the end. So the synopsis for this episode is that Marge's relationship with Bart is strained when he's caught shoplifting before Christmas. I remember Bart really wanted a video game and his mum was like, you're not getting it. And because he saw the older, like the bullies stealing it, he steals it and he gets caught. Fast forward, uh, his mum wants a nice a nice family picture, which I always wanted, but we never did this. Like, we didn't yeah, do we this never for did holidays. It it's a very American thing anyway. And she goes back to that mall, to that shopping centre where he stole from, and he was banned. He wasn't allowed to go back in. So he has, like, all these disguises, and she takes it off him, and they take a photo, and security holds him. And um, they explain to Marge that he was banned for shoplifting. And you basically see Marge's heartbreak. Mm. And... I mean, Marja's not like my favorite character, but I felt for her in that moment. And I felt for Bart because he slowly sees his mum just distance herself from him. Um, And I've never had that relationship with my mum. But it's at the end, like, so her picture's ruined. And at the end, he gets a present for his mum. And he goes back to that store. And what he's done is he's taken a nice portrait photo of himself. But he comes back home and he's hiding something under his jacket. And she's so convinced that she's just raised a bad boy. And he's gone and stolen again. And she sees what he's done for her. And it's like this really sweet, like heartwarming moment between a mum and their son. And she like puts that little framed image of him on the frame of them where he's just being dragged away from security. Yeah. And like she does everything for him and it's like the, you know, the lovable child again. But it was just so hard seeing, like you forget, Bart's obviously like a little menace, but he's still Mm -hmm. a child. Yeah, and you know, that's the thing that I think Simpsons does right. Yeah, they go crazy and I don't even know how crazy they went later because I didn't watch all of them, but... I love the fact that when you see their real relationships, like when it matters, Mm -hmm. they really do all love each other and they do care what each other thinks. And, you know, I mean, it's not a Christmas one, but the whole thing about do it for her on Homer's wall. Oh, my God, I think I cried when I saw that. So, yeah, they really know how to do those episodes that really do get at you because you even though they act like they don't care. I mean, Mm -hmm. Homer mostly, Marge does care, but... (laughs) To see how they really have that connection. They are family. They love each other. It is sweet. Yeah. And I'm a sap, so yeah. Yes, and you love that feeling. There has its moments. And like I said, there's plenty of, you know, other episodes. But that was my choice. There's like 33 years or whatever of Simpsons. So, yeah, there's always something. And I've watched (laughs) them all. They released the new season like a week ago or two weeks ago and I finished that, so I'm done. Oh my lord. <laughs> but if you're if you're not sure where you can catch it from, it's probably available on like your terrestrial TV. All the time, but this the specific time. episode. But this specific episode can be found on Disney Plus in both the UK and the US. And probably in every other country. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> on the fifth day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. Now, for the next one, I decided to go with something that isn't Christmassy, but is so family friendly that it might as well be. All that's missing is some twinkly lights in the background and it could have just gotten away with being a Christmas movie I do not accept this. (laughs) Well, go away. I don't care what you think. The movie (laughs) I'm talking about is Enchanted and it stars Amy Adams, Susan Sarandon, Patrick Dempsey, James Marsden, a young maiden in a land called Andalasia who is prepared to be wed is sent away to a New York City by an evil queen where she falls in love with a lawyer. Now, the reason I picked this I do this love movie, this film, by the way. This film is so cute. Yeah. It just, 
And when it ends, every time I feel like, like, you know, in The Grinch, when he's got like a nothing heart and at the end of it, it's grown three times, but Mm -hmm. whatever. That's how I feel because it just makes me feel like everything is so good in the world until you, it's like having a great dream and waking up and then going, oh yeah, life is crap. (laughs) But like for that small moment (laughs) at the end of this movie, you do feel really happy. What I love as well about it is that it mixes cartoons with reality and all the things that you don't watch in a cartoon and think are weird are suddenly really weird when they're real like the princess she's just the princess in the cartoon but once she's here you're like what is she doing but I love it and I love how it translates and like you know she's still singing to animals but now they're like city pigeons and cockroaches it's just so good and Amy's great she's fabulous Amy's fantastic I think this is my favorite performance of her I know she does (laughs) other serious things but no she should just be I forgot her character's name, but she should be her. <laughs> yeah, I forgot her character's name as well. And James Marsden is actually hilarious in I this. Love James. Normally, he's like people probably most knew him before this for like X Men, where he didn't even get to do much <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm talking about the geeks out there. Obviously, he's done other films, but X Men is probably the he's one. He's done a lot of other rom-coms as well. Yeah, but I loved watching him just be this ridiculous prince. Oh, it was so good. And if you like Patrick Dempsey already from Grey's Anatomy, then you just get to be all McDreamy over him in this as well. He's just, <laughs> it's just such a cute film. And we do watch it every Christmas because it's just, it's just so lighthearted and just, oh, it's a I just feel watch good it now. Movie. It's so feel good. Like it's beyond feel good. Yeah. It's, there's feel good. And then this is like 10 times more. Our list, even our tear jerk, we say, or, you know, stuff that makes us feel emotional, they still feel good episodes. Yeah. I mean, this one doesn't really tear jerk. No. Everything we've put on our list will make your heart feel full. Yes. Even if you cry at some point yes. during it. But um, again, I mean, it's a Disney movie. And you know what? It wasn't on Disney Plus for a long time. It wasn't. But it's finally on there. So you can go and find it on Disney Plus, but it's also in the UK available on Virgin TV Go. For some reason, you don't have Disney Plus. But yes, that is my choice for number five. On the sixth day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. So number six is actually a new one. Well, new one like last year, new one. Yes. Uh, A Netflix special. Netflix special. Or exclusive. Um, It's called Dash and Lily. Eight episode show. Eight episode all Christmas episodes. <laughs> uh-huh. All based around Christmas at New- in New York. That's probably another one of the reasons I love it, because yeah. you get to see bits of New York, and I'm like, oh, it's like I'm there. It's also like a treasure hunt, in a way, and I love it. It's magical. <laughs> but I will say, it is based on a book by Rachel Kahn and David Lev- Levithan, and they're best known for Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. They have a thing for stories with a boy's name and a girl's name in it. I think I've seen Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. It is kind of a romance, but it's a slow-burning romance about... And I kind of liked it because, like you said, it's a treasure hunt, sort of. Yes. But it's for, it's, a, it's a treasure hunt for intellectuals because they like books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the synopsis for this is, A whirlwind holiday romance builds a cynical dash and optimistic Lily trade dares, dreams and desires in the notebook they pass back and forth at locations all across New York City. And so we see Dash find, like, this notebook in... Uh, the bookstore and it's and they end up passing notes basically like you said all around new york and lily finds out dash hates christmas yes and it's like trying to make him like christmas always like well this is this is like my soulmate but 
I love Christmas and he's so against it. Like, how yeah. can we how can we be the same and meant for each other but be so different? Because she's kind of, even though she is an optimistic person, she's also quite shy. Yeah. And he gets her to come out of her shell. They don't yes. even know each other, but they do without it being creepy they do what each other kind of tells them yeah. because they trust each other like you know it's kind of a recommendation like we what we're doing right now and it's kind of like <laughs> taking us. a risk but you're like yeah. i mean hopefully it's not a deadly risk yeah but, no, you know this is not that kind of show it could have show. easily been that kind of show but that moment where there's an episode where she goes to a party right and yeah. she's so like oh my god i can't do this and he convinces her to go alone and it's like this underground weird party it's not yeah, like he I chose the that party bit. I love that bit yeah it was such a good episode it was no it's it's we don't want to obviously you know it's a yeah. romance so clearly you know it's probably gonna end well but it does take a long time for them to actually meet and know that they've met each other as well yeah they're always like missing missing each other almost yeah like, exactly and they kind cards, of know but... mutual people and those mutual people aren't telling them either because they kind of want to just see what happens yeah I suppose. just watch it unfold Yes, and it's you know what I didn't think it's I'm not usually like Harvard loves watching all the, oh, the I stuff watch all that the Netflix puts out all the Christmas crap. I'm not always like and that. Hallmark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that bothered, but I did want to see this partly because um, it's mostly directed by Fred Savage, who I knew as an '80s actor back when he was a kid, like in the Wonder Years and stuff. So I was always like, oh, promoting it. Then maybe it's good, <laughs> and um, I actually really liked it. It's very easy to binge. Um, only eight episodes like we said and it's such a cute story and if you want to feel like you went to New York without being able to go to New York then this is great for that yeah it's so I don't know it just left me feeling like really happy when I watched it yeah and it's been a year and we both had it like immediately like we're putting this on our list because again it was it was a whole show based on I say a whole show it's eight episodes but still it's a whole show based on it so but you know it just feels like a longer film and you can spread it throughout your day. Yeah, and you get to learn the characters. And yeah, it's, it feels... Maybe that's why we I like it a bit more. Because instead of like the hallmarky film where you only kind of know yeah. what you need to know, yeah. you get to learn a little bit more about who these people are. And don't get me wrong. I know like the some of the stuff... Not all, but some of the stuff I watch is very questionable. And like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. But it's that whole <laughs> feel-good factor. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or it just makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> that's another thing, yeah. <laughs> But obviously, we said it's available. It was a Netflix original series. So where is it available? It's available on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> and we double checked. It's still on there. So yes. def- if you haven't tried it yet, give it a go. Dash and Lily. Yes. On, on the seventh day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. For my seventh film, I have chosen... This is... Okay, there was me. I did say I have two really obvious choices. And one mm-hmm. was my go-to. So this one is Home Alone. Ah! Oh my God, she did it. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you've already probably watched this. However, (laughs) I know quite a few people that haven't. So Yes, and when we're saying recommending this, we're not recommending the new one. The new one does not exist. Look, I just said I watch a lot of crap, but I'm not going to watch that. You draw the line. (laughs) I draw the line. When something is so good, don't, don't, don't. Just don't. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. They are both available on Disney Plus, but you watch the original. 
The Macaulay Culkin version <laughs> from 1990. Now, if you don't know the synopsis by now, you should do. Um, it is about an eight-year-old troublemaker who must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during their Christmas vacation. It's written by John Hughes. It's directed by Chris Columbus. Who's done so much. Including Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm, which you still haven't seen. No. Um, <laughs> and Harry Potter 1 and 2. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs> it is a family favourite. Um, it is suitable for all the family. Um, it's so funny. It's also heartwarming. There's it's that timeless. Whole, it's timeless. There's that whole moment with, like, we said, you know. Again, he, it's got Kevin. a parent and child issue. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never been left home alone like this, thank no. God. But, um, yeah, like, Kevin is a troublemaker and he has his issues and he wishes his parents away and he thinks it comes true when he wakes yeah. up the next morning and they're not there. And then you realise how much he appreciates it when he sees his mum. I know, oh, God, that scene. Yeah. Because she goes through hell and back yeah, to get back to Chicago. Yeah, she is a good mother. I mean, you know, obviously it seems like she's a bad parent. You should never take I've... massive holidays, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God, with that many children, it's crazy. And you don't but... all need to go to the airport together. I know. Their family sounds like horrid. I mean, I'd be <laughs> wishing them away as well. But <laughs> that house is amazing. Mm -hmm. Which I'm going to hopefully visit. It's a fun movie. I agree with you. It's definitely, it is like the other go-to. It wasn't listed, but it is yeah. basically a go-to. And if you don't go to it, go to it. Go From to now it. on, go, go to, to it. it. I, you know, I didn't want to put it onto my list for that re very obvious reason. But because I know quite a lot of people who haven't seen it. And it's one of those things where I think, like Meryl and I say to each other, if someone really goes, oh, you know, you've got to see it. You've got to see yeah, it. Not yeah. like what we're doing now, but really pressures you into seeing something. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're put off. Um, maybe this is that kind of film. Yeah, and maybe, maybe Elf is as well, because it's one of those ones that's been talked about so much that people just ignore it. Everyone's humour is different too, so there will be people that probably will not have the patience for yeah. either Elf or Home Alone. But it's great for like a big family viewing. And you know what? It's easy to watch as not a background, but you can but do other things on. while watch it. Yes. Because it will make you turn and watch it. But at least you're not giving your full focus to it. Like exactly. if you're the kind of person that's like, I'm not going to be into this, but my child might be... Like, yes. put it on for them. Yes. You can find Home Alone in the UK on Disney Plus and Virgin TV Go and the US on Disney Plus. On the eighth day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. All right. It's my choice now. And uh, this is probably one Brace of yourselves. the ones. Yeah, this one. <laughs> I mean, I apologize in advance if I at some point start crying. <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> But um, it is, It's a Wonderful Life, which for some, it will seem like a really obvious choice. But I think there's a lot of people that have never given this movie a shot, partly because it's old. I haven't seen White Christmas. I haven't seen like, I only watched this because you told me to watch it. So I, And I you don't regret it, do you? <laughs> I don't regret it. Exactly. But um, it's it's made in like 1946. So it is old. It is black and white. But don't let that put you off because the story is universal and it's timeless. And even the dialogue, oh, the jokes in it are great. James Stewart, who is the lead, is hilarious who and I had so a crush charming. On. Do you have a crush on him? I had a crush on him when I watched that film. Uh, I had but a crush he's on so charming. Yeah. Like you immediately like that character and are rooting for him within like two minutes. Yeah, immediately after watching that movie, I checked whether he was still alive. Oh, yeah, unfortunately he passed away. But he got pretty old, though. Yeah. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, here's the synopsis. And it will sound stupid, but it's not stupid. 
An angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he had never existed. Now, for a lot of people, I think that's what they think the story is. Phoebe says it should be called It's a Sucky Life. <laughs> now, it is, this is the thing with It's a Wonderful Life. It's called It's a Wonderful Life, but it is kind of sad for the most part. Yeah. But it's like life, and that is why it's wonderful. Life isn't always happiness. And in this story, this man is someone who's spent his entire life not living his own life to be there for other people. And in the end, feeling like he let everyone down, he wants to end his life. And everyone's praying for him, which mm -hmm. is why an angel is called. Yeah. Now, if you're not like the religious kind, you're like, oh, angel. It doesn't matter. Imagine if it was some kind of sci-fi portal it doesn't matter this kind of story happens in yeah. other sort of genres too so forget the angel thing it's probably just an angel because it was a christmas release it mm -hmm. didn't even have to be said at christmas no and you gotta remember it was a lot more not like religious but in the 40s especially faith was a bigger thing around christmas yes definitely it was a lot less embarrassing yeah. some people are embarrassed to talk about that stuff now so yeah so you kind of spend the whole movie getting to know this guy and understanding how he got from being this little kid to this guy who's almost about to throw himself off a bridge. And that's what I love about because there's elements of, if you watch the Truman Show, you'll see elements of this with the whole idea that he can't leave this town. Everything, Something happens every time he tries to leave. All he wants to do is go off and have adventures. And instead, he takes care of his dad. He looks after his brother. He takes over his dad's business. You know, and then the one thing he wants to do but doesn't want to do is fall in love because he knows if he falls in love, he's not going to leave that town ever. ever but yeah. he does it anyway. And it's so, like, you can see how desperate he is to go away. But his love for other people always changes his priorities. He never put himself first. No, never. But I don't think he ever felt no. because he knows who he is. Yeah. So I'm sure he's had a lot of resentment inside him every single time. So when at I mean, it's not a spoiler because they show the ending in every bloody movie anyway. But when he's at the end of his tether, he doesn't feel like, oh, I tried my best. He feels like he's failed every single person because he knows inside he's probably resented them and wanted to go away. And now he's screwed everybody over. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing with the, the angel coming in and, and showing him what his life would have been like is to show him that, like, you might think you're so insignificant, but look at all the all the stuff you've done just by being here. Just as even as a kid, he saved his brother's life. Yeah. You know, so... You've and, impacted them in some sort of way of just being here. Yeah, and him being who he is, the selfless guy, even though I'm sure he doesn't think he is, he only wants to come back to life when he realises that people would be worse off without him. Yeah, that's the only reason. It's not even about him. It's again about other people, and yeah. it's just such a it's it's just such a great movie. And mm -hmm. there's elements like if you watch Back to the Future too, when my Marty goes into alternate eighty five. So many films have been inspired by yeah. This Wonderful Life, or you know other films around of that time. You see little glimpses by the end of it. You're just your heart is full again, mm -hmm. and I've definitely have flipping cried many times during this. And I'm going to cry again this year. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a sweet movie and heartbreaking and heartwarming at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's life, though. It shows you all yes. the different sides. And it makes you want to be a better person. Like It does. It, 
I, I want to be like George Bailey. I wish yeah. I was as good as he is. Yeah. But if you want to watch it, if that's made you go, oh my God, why haven't I never put this on before? In the UK, you can head to Sky Go, IMDb TV, Now Cinema, or Virgin Go. If you're in the US, you've got a few more options. Amazon Prime, Fubo, DirecTV, Sling, NBC, Spectrum TV, and Plex. It might be available in more places as December comes along. On the ninth day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. So I chose, brace yourselves again, because this is completely different. Not Woo! suitable for the family. <laughs> yeah, put your children to bed for this one. Yeah, because it's either a 15 or an 18. So <laughs> it's called The Office Christmas Party. Now, I have only seen this once and it was probably a couple of years ago. Um, but it's got all like my favourite people in there. It's got Jason Bateman. It's got Jennifer Aniston. Woo! <gasps> And can I just say, they have so many films together. They, they really do. really bounce off well together as well. Um, it's got Olivia Munn and TJ Miller. Now, you probably know Jason Bateman from um, Arrested Development or Bad Words, Zootopia, Juno. Or you may know him from Ozark. And Jennifer Aniston, obviously best known for Friends. Now, this film is about an uptight CEO and her brother... They're both co-CEOs of this company, but she threatens to cancel the Christmas party and shut down his branch. And he's just like, no, I'm going to throw one last mega bash of Christmas. Like, everyone needs this. And it just, it's one of those films where it's so mental, it just gets from bad to worse as it goes on. Like, it's got everything. It's got drugs. It's got money. It's got glitz and glam. It's got everything. <laughs> and... Jennifer Aniston alongside TJ Miller, I haven't really seen him. Like, I've he's been in bit parts, I think, of things that I've seen, but I've not really seen a lot of him. He usually seems to play the same kind of person. Yeah, he seen. is typecast, but it worked well with <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's character. And she's a little bit like Alex from The Morning Show. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of bossy boots. She owns the room in this one. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's mental, but it is, it's not, well maybe it's a feel good movie but it definitely makes you feel better like if you're having a bad day or kind of a mediocre day and you just want kind of adult humor and you're still in the festive spirit if you have no friends and wish you could be invited to a party it's kind of like you went to one yeah um it's also got kate mckinnon in this and she plays um like this hr lady who's She's got like these ugly Christmas sweaters, which I love. And Jennifer Aston calls her like this smelly cheese lady. <laughs> like everyone loves her, but she's so on it. Like wants the Christmas party. She's not the one that you would have or not expect at this kind of Christmas party. She would be the one where it's like, let's have some cheese and crackers and talk about, you know, what we're thankful for and what we're grateful for for this year. Probably more my kind of scene. And she, yeah, <laughs> she, she, yeah, she gets mental. Like there's a, there's a moment where, a huge amount of coke, I think, is put into, like, a snow machine. Oh, God, I'm, think, I'm remembering <laughs> something, yeah. So definitely not one for your kids, but it is, it's just mental. Like, I'm not saying it's a great Christmas film. I'm just saying it's a lot of fun. Yeah, if you want to try something a bit different and your kids are in bed. Yeah, to totally different. <laughs> you can catch The Office Christmas Party in the UK on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Virgin TV Go. And you can find it in the US on FX Now, Direct TV, and Spectrum TV. On the 10th day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. So, what's number 10, Harper? It's another Netflix special. 
It's not one, not two, but three. A Christmas prince! Oh! <laughs> I mean, we did just mention, right, about all the sappy stuff we watch. And yeah. we avoided putting any of it on our list. But we put one. And we decided to go for a recent one. Yes. I do think the first one's the better one. But, you know, there's a trilogy for you there. It's a little special bonus. Last year, you know, everyone was on lockdown. I was like, oh, might as well put it on. I've already the first seen it. <laughs> I put on the first one. And by, like, before I knew it, I'd watch the trilogy because it's just easy viewing. Yeah. You can do other stuff where it's on. But you do kind of, it's like a little fantasy land. You know, you get to be a princess. So why not? Just watch it. Or a prince, if that's what you want. I watch all of them. If I had my way, I would have probably put, like, a Vanessa Hudgens one on there. Yeah, you're lucky that I'm here. Otherwise, this list would just be full of crap. I'm just joking. (laughs) Just just subscribe to Hallmark and watch them. (laughs) So the Christmas Prince trilogy... First one's called The Christmas Prince. Second one's The Royal Wedding. The third one is The Royal Baby. And they all came out consecutively. Is there going to be a new one, like a I think it was funeral? Just, or... <laughs> I think <laughs> it was just a trilogy. Okay. Um, so, the, well, the first one, the main one, it is about a reporter who goes undercover as a tutor to get the inside scoop on a Playboy prince. And she gets tangled in some royal intrigue and ends up finding love. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) And it stars Rose McIver, who we know from iZombie, mainly. Um, She has also been in The Lovely Bones. But yeah, no, the the reason we picked this, I guess, because it's just fun, isn't it? It's it's just nice. And you like to put yourself in that position. We all have dreamed ourselves of print. It's proper escapism, man. It's escapism. And, you know, they're rich and they have, like, snow and they have access to everything. And it's always places like Snowdonia or, you know... Yeah, like I can't think of any don't actually places. exist, but, but yeah, like a Europe, fake country. And they're all posh English. <laughs> I know, it, but it's so fun. Like, I, I want to go there. I want to go to these places that Me don't too. exist. Me too. I know a lot of people don't like this whole, oh, princessy thing and you're teaching your kids to go for... No, but it's nice to sometimes take yourself into fantasy land. I don't live in this world, so it's nice to just take myself away, especially around Christmas. And I thought the cast was really good in this. Yeah, no, like, it is Even fun. the side cast. Yeah, in spite of myself, I actually enjoyed this, so that's why I gave her permission to put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to get one in there. And, you know, we understand you male listeners, this probably isn't for you. And that's not me being, come on now, I'm not, like, judging or whatever. It just might not be for you. Well, it depends. It depends. Yeah, obviously, you can watch this on Netflix. <laughs> yes, it is. It is Netflix original. On the 11th day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. Okay, this is kind of perhaps an obvious one. I guess it depends on you. Some people may not have bothered watching this ever. We both chose, I think, one obvious one. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I picked a way more obvious ones. But it's only because they're great and you just can't not have them. Okay? Okay? And this one I watched probably since it was new. So, well, maybe not 89. It came out in 89. But I probably watched oh it maybe God, a few years guess. after Let's that. Let's play the guessing game. Okay. And there's two other movies before it. Right, hmm. <laughs> and they all star the same family. Hmm. They they always it's always around a time when they're not going to work. Hmm. <laughs> Does Got it star Chevy Chase by any chance? Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> this is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Now, the other two movies, if you have only ever seen this and thought, I really like this family, I want to see others. Um, they're in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation 
and National Lampoon's European vacation. I kind of want to be part of this family. I know. <laughs> they're always so, on vacation. They're always, well, they work hard. Well, he works hard. I don't know about what the rest of them do. <laughs> but so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the Christmas Vacation movie is about the Griswold family and they make big plans for Christmas. And as usual, with every plan that Clark Griswold makes, it turns into disaster. As Harva said, uh, it's starring Chevy Chase, who I know some people don't like because apparently he can be a bit of a dick. But you know what? He's hilarious and I don't care. But he's best known Is that for... We're not saying be his friend. Yeah, I know. Although I would be his friend if he would accept me. Yeah. Um, he's best <laughs> known for Caddyshack, Three Amigos and Community, the TV show, which, you know, unfortunately he left. But he is hilarious in it. I don't care what anyone says. And the best seasons were with it. him in it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it also has um, a young Juliette Lewis, who people have seen in darker things like Natural Born Killers, Cape Fear, and From Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. And little baby Johnny Galecki, who people Aww. know as an adult from The Big Bang Theory. He's also been in Roseanne and the movie Suicide Kings. He's still pretty little, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks almost the same. He, he looks don't. almost the same. <laughs> He's just a bit hairier now. <laughs> but um, it's just a fun movie. I've watched it for years. I love the family, the Griswolds anyway, so I'm up for any of their movies. It's just bonkers. I always watch these films and obviously it being one of those zany ones where things go wrong, everything goes messy in the house. Things mm-hmm. break, things shatter. I'm always there going, oh, they're going to pay for this. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's oh always what I think. It's mental. And he wants everything just bigger and better. Yes. He's like grown. an idealist, like to the extreme. He's like one of those people that grew up watching, I don't know, like the best Christmas movies where everything's perfect and that's all he wants for himself and he gets all up in his own head about it in every movie it's not just Christmas it's whatever if they go to Europe he's trying to be the best family yeah. if he's just doing a road trip with his family it's got to be the best it's a and competition he puts, he puts so much pressure on himself yeah. and everybody else to be in as good a mood as him that it always always fails and mm-hmm. he always has some kind of meltdown at some point and insults everybody and that's the moment you're basically waiting for the entire time you're, yeah, you're fantastic. waiting for him. He would be so cancelled if this was now. <laughs> oh, he's so good, though. When he goes crazy, they can see it in his eyes <laughs> and there's no stopping him. <laughs> no. no. that Even that Christmas turkey moment kills me. Oh, that is like, I think me and my mum, we always talk about that Christmas turkey <laughs> bit. And he's like, found the heart. <laughs> and the other scene where they're like, they're going on those little metal things to, you know, Sled, sled yeah, the, yeah, yes, but he's using this extra, like, greasy something on the bottom. Oh, yeah, it's you're meant like, you're to make you fast, <laughs> but it's hilarious because the moment he goes off, it goes off like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. If you just want to watch it's it makes you feel good though. Like, they're yeah. family, they're all getting together. It just, it's, I don't know, everyone I think can relate to it, yeah. So, even if you have a small family, and it makes you definitely feel better that your family isn't going through what they're going through yeah. right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I recommend it. If you've never watched it or you haven't watched it in a long time, check it out. If you're in the UK, you can find it on Sky Go, Now Cinema, and Virgin TV Go. Or in the US, you can find it on HBO Max, Direct TV, TNT, Spectrum TV, and True TV. On the 12th day of Christmas, you turn on your TV. Finally, we're at the 12th day. This is another special one because it's not just one, but two episodes. Two. 
two of the Office US Christmas specials. Yes. Sorry, guys. It is the US version. We know the UK has a Christmas special and it is good. But I'm sorry. The American one with Steve Carell just wins because it's Steve Carell. So it's not just one season. It's longer. It's got more specials. <laughs> yes. So if you've never bothered watching it because you're just not a fan or you just like the English one or whatever. Fine. That's fine. But these are two great episodes to get into. My choice, as they have like almost a Christmas episode every season, is from season three. It's episode 10 and it's titled A Benihana Christmas. It's from 2006. Uh, the synopsis for this episode is trouble among the members of the party planning committee results with Pam and Karen hosting a rival party. But Michael isn't interested in celebrating after being dumped by Carol. This episode is, well, first I'll say it was directed by Harold Ramis, who you probably know as an actor because he was in Ghostbusters, but he also directed a whole bunch of stuff, but probably most famous for Groundhog Day and what I mentioned before, but National Lampoon's Vacation. So the first one, the first one. <laughs> but you know, he's a great actor. Slash director. Yes. And apparently he was a joy to work with and he's directed quite a few office ones after mm -hmm. this one. But so this episode, I chose this out of all of them because <laughs> I remembered first Michael getting dumped for being the most awkward boyfriend ever if you remember Harva, he ha makes a holiday card and photoshops his face onto the face of her ex-husband <laughs> on what planet is that ever a good I know. idea he's so he's a bit like clark griswold in a way because he's so idealistic he's them two would get on definitely not mitch kessler <laughs> no no and when he gets dumped which you know she has every right to he decides he wants to cancel Christmas. And I remember the line because Stanley's like, you can't cancel Christmas. And he's like, you keep going and I'm going to take away New Year's. <laughs> he says, Jim, take New Year's away from Stanley. <laughs> so to cheer him up, they take him to Benihana, which is a restaurant. Um, and there he gets drunk and falls in love with one of the waitresses. But meanwhile, as I said in the synopsis, there's a party planning committee with an office bitch um, Angela, who will not <laughs> accept of Jim's new girlfriend, Karen. Mm -hmm. And so they get together, Pam and Karen, and become the committee to plan parties. And they basically rival each other. And everyone wants to go to Pam and Karen's and no one wants to go to Angela's. I can't understand why. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a hilarious episode. And it's great because I don't think you really need to be that knowledgeable about what's been going on in the story. Um, you can enjoy it without ever knowing anything else that's going on in the plot. And it's just oh, Steve Carell being great. He goes from extremes of happiness to being in love to confusion to sadness. Him sitting there playing the little sample of Goodbye My Lover on his, Goodbye, <laughs> his computer. My lover. <laughs> Do you remember them singing yeah. along? It's just so good. Oh, so yeah, that one I always put on. And it's, I think it's a slightly extra long episode as well. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend that one. But Harva has a recommendation of The Office too. I do. So I chose um, a Christmas special from season six, episode 13, titled Secret Santa. And the synopsis for this is that Michael gets upset when Jim promises Phyllis that she can be The Office Santa. But The Office Christmas party may be overshadowed by some bad news from David Wallace. I chose this for one particular scene only. <laughs> and you probably already know what it is. So every year, Michael is Santa. 
And he is so against having one because he's like, no, but everybody wants me to be Santa. <laughs> Kevin wants to sit on Phyllis's lap and Phyllis <laughs> yeah. says no. And Kevin oh, is God. Uh, played by, uh, is it Brian ba- ba- Baum- Baumgart? Baumgart? No, sorry, can't pronounce his name. <laughs> and he is a big guy. Yes. And Phyllis says no. So... <laughs> So, because he wants to be the good Santa, he tells Kevin to sit on his lap. And it's just that, his face and a moment of pause. And it's not even a squeal, but it's like this exhale of breath. Yes, because he's, like, well, he's being squashed by yeah. Kevin and trying to be patient, right? Yeah. He's trying to like wait for him to tell him what he wants, but Kevin hasn't had time to come up with a list. No, he literally didn't know what he wants, so he sat there for what oh, feels God. like forever. And I remember, like, after I watched the scene and after I finished it, because I binged <laughs> The Office US, and one of the scenes where everyone laughed, including actually in the final cut, there's you see the characters laughing in the back of the shot because they couldn't hold it. They couldn't get a good shot. And John Krasinski, whenever he's asked about a moment of this show, this is the scene he refers to where he was like, he just cracked. Have you watched him in bloopers laughing? Because he's got the cutest little adorable squeaky <laughs> laugh. There's, there's moments where he says he used to hide under the desk because he couldn't be in the show. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know how Steve Carell does it. Like, I'm sure he laughs too, but he is so good at holding his face. I could never act with that so, man. I, I couldn't. I would be, I'd like, be crying. I would be like Lisa Kudrow. And if I start, I won't stop. Oh, God. They would just be like, you know what? We'll just, we don't need you. I'd be like when Joey was used as an, as an extra and just a dead body. He didn't even get a line anymore. That was just what would happen because I would never get through it. Yeah. And he appeared on Brian's podcast. I haven't mm. listened to it, but he did appear on it. And I believe, I'm not 100%, but I believe that I read he actually cracked in this episode as well. well. I'm sure he did. And it's very rare he did because he's... Someone, like what we just said, he said if he cracks, he won't stop. And his idea was you're trying to find a moment where you're focusing on and you can't crack. Even though everyone else is laughing around you, you can't break. Well, that's the thing because all eyes are on you. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be hard for them because they don't want to ruin a shot. But at least if they're kind of far away, they could probably turn around or something. What's he going to do? I remember there was another episode where they had to pick whether they wanted a new chairs or a new copier or something like that. And you remember the scene where he sits on Pam's chair and he's trying to act like it's okay, but he starts sinking and sinking and sinking. And then he has to get up. Apparently, they did that scene so many times because Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam, who's standing right there every time he grunted when trying to get back up (laughs) she lost it she couldn't get through the scene sometimes it's just one thing that tickles you and it may not even be the funniest thing but that's it just say that this episode was actually written by mindy kaling um who appeared in the show as people know she appeared as kelly the chatterbox who had the massive crush on ryan and you can find this in the UK, on Netflix and Amazon Prime, whoa, and Sky Go, and Now TV, and Virgin TV Go, so it is available pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so no excuses, put it no on, No excuses. Um, and in the US, you can catch it on Direct TV, Sling, and Peacock. But yeah, we've gotten to the end of our 12 days. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to our recommendations and that you take them on. Please get yes. in touch with us. Yes. Let us know if you have. You don't have to watch all of them. Obviously, no, even we if advise. you picked one out because we said <laughs> we advise so. watching all 12. But yeah. yes, if, if, if we made a change in your life and you watched one, that'd make me happy. 
Yeah, just let us know. Even if you thought it was crap and you just want to tell us that we're, we've got bad choices, do that too. But be nice about it. It's Christmas. <laughs> I have to say, when we started this podcast in March, I didn't know if we'd still be here at Christmas time. And if you've been with us this whole time from the marathon that was WandaVision through the hashtag not my cap, past the end of the timeline in Loki to the drama of the morning show... Not to mention two Friends TV show specials, a movie recap about Liar Liar, and last but not least, our review of the Back to the Future musical recently opened in London. Yeah, if you've been with us through all of that, then we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It means a lot to us. And if you haven't been, but any of what we just said sounded interesting, you have time now to go back and listen, because this, guys, is our season finale. We don't have a set return date just yet. It depends on work schedules and TV schedules. If you have any recommendations on new or old shows you'd like us to cover, get in touch via our socials at Geekly Recap Pod in the usual places. Or head to our website, geeklyrecap.weebly.com and contact us through there. Best bet is to subscribe to our emails or follow us on social media to be in the know. Until then, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We, we wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Christmas. and a Happy New, New Year. Year. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody.